The date is Friday, December 31st, and you're listening to Entertain This, a thought-provoking podcast encapsulating all things entertainment. In this final episode of the year, we reflect on some of our favorite episodes and reminisce on some of our fan favorites. In hindsight, we had a pretty crazy year full of surprises in some of our best episodes yet. So listen in as we live it all again and enjoy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the only show on the internet encapsulating all things entertainment. It's entertain this. Entertain this. Special guest William Tell. We did it. We made it. We did it. We did it, guys. We lived through another year after we all thought that we basically were done doing that last year. We did another one. We did the unnecessary sequel to 2020. We're calling it 2021. Mm-hmm. New year, same me. Still same stuff going on globally. And somehow through all of the chaos, we were able to stick through it, stick it out. And here we are. As always, I am one of your intrepid hosts. I'm Alex. I'm Michael. And I am Nick. Guys... We did this last year, and I'm so happy to do it again. It's our New Year's Eve, New Year's special. It is a a a year uh, in a, in a nutshell. What do we call it? Well, last year I called it a uh, year in retrospect, but we don't have to mm-hmm. use a big that's good twenty dollar. No, word. let's do that. Okay. I right. love it. Twenty twenty one. A year in retrospect. <laughs> twenty twenty one. A year in retrospect. <laughs> this is the episode where we go back and we answer the question that we ask every week entertain this uh did we entertain this is kind of the big question um (laughs) as you all know our kind of uh heavy-handed uh our 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 statement is for our show it's it's a show encapsulating all things entertainment of course but what we really are trying to do is convince the other two people to entertain this Mm -hmm. um meaning whatever we bring to uh the table it's basically like hey can i convince the other two that this is it's this is worth their time uh and a lot of times it's stuff that all three of us like anyway so entertain this really isn't like a whole thing but we're gonna go back through we're gonna delve through the archives and we're going to talk about everything that we talked about this year at least briefly uh and take a walk down memory lane starting with january 8th 2021 Mm -hmm. where we did our very first episode of the year this year was uh, headed by myself. Uh, we did an episode called Saturday Night Live Creativity to Cue Cards. And first off, just as a year in retrospect, I I, I just want to say the titles of our episodes are all Nick Mustakangas, oh, and mm-hmm. they're always bangers. Oh, I don't yeah. know about always. There's a couple that are well, better than others. <laughs> some of them are some of them are stinkers, but uh, the majority, I would say, ninety per ninety percent of them are bangers, and this is one of them. Saturday Night Live creativity to cue cards. That's pretty good. Which is That's a good one. That's pretty good. In in one sentence, that completely describes what that episode was about. We took a look at Saturday Night Live, its origins, how it was created, and what is possibly wrong with it now, being that it's overscripted. The actors aren't paying attention to like the actual things that are going on. There's very little improv. Um, now let's talk about it. This actually sparked a, a sort of renaissance for me. Uh, Cause after, after doing this, I went back and I started in the 1970s and started rewatching Saturday night live from the first episode, oh. including like Chevy chase wow. and all of them. 
Yeah, I didn't get very far. I think I made it to like season <laughs> three and then I got distracted by something else and have yet to go back to it's it. The intent but matters. I do plan. Yeah. <laughs> I do plan on going back to you it. Tried. So next up down the line on January 15th, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, Wholesome Television. Mm. This was Nick's first episode of the year. Okay. And we're not going to do episode by episode, but these first episodes feel important. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I'd say it's almost... Well, because we took a week off, right? Uh, at the end of yeah. last year. Yeah. And we're going to do the same this year. And we're going to take a week off at the end of this year, too. Right. Yeah. So I think it's... Hence the reason why this episode is being released, you know, way before New Year's Day. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's us trying to get out on the right foot, for lack of a better term, and... Mm-hmm. Trying to establish ourselves in this in the in the loose shifting soil of 2021, and then we'll probably do the same in next year. Um, but yeah, the first episodes are kind of I wouldn't say they set the tone for the entire thing, but um that's just my personal thoughts on the <laughs> the first initial episodes. So how, so how do you feel about your first episode of the year clocking in at exactly uh sorry no i read that wrong i have 69 minutes left in the episode <laughs> um <laughs> a little inappropriate for mr rogers but <laughs> yeah, i just felt well, like it was a good so thing we. it was a good it was a nice visit for me back to childhood when a a time when things were kind of simple um deceptively so because you're kind of sheltered as a kid and hopefully you guys were too from the time you were five until zero right but mm-hmm. um mr rogers is kind of one of those things that you look back on it now, it's like, ah, this is wholesome. This is, this is what childhood was like, where everything was just kind of calm and relaxed and he just kind of showed you everything and here comes the trolley and the puppets and all that. So, um, yeah, good episode, I guess. Nice. Mr. Rogers, hats now off moving. to you if you're still out. He's not still out there. So that was fucked up what you just did. I didn't did. mean to do that. That's not a joke. Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he's still out and he's still not. Damn it. <laughs> Shut up, Nick. He's Stop talking. We're, we're going to leave that one to ignorance. Um, January 22nd, our third episode, and Michael's first episode of the year. This this really defines how long a year ago was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cyberpunk 2077. It had just dropped. The world was screaming about it. Yep. <laughs> Hype, disenchantment, and hope. Yeah. Wow. Let's talk about it, Michael. Yeah. I First off, is it any better? It is better now. It is much better now. Uh, I didn't play it. I played it like about two or three months ago again. And it was like one of those things was like, yeah, like a lot of the stuff that was broken is like fixed. Uh, But really, like that's been their big thing is they fixed a lot of what was broken, Mm -hmm. uh, which is still like only getting halfway there uh, because there's still so many like broken promises, under delivered uh, features and stuff like that. And it's just like. I don't know. I I personally really enjoyed this episode because I felt like I got to give a unique perspective on it, especially out of the two of us with like coming from the side of being like a product developer uh, and being able to kind of give insight into what that process looks like. But yeah, yeah, the game, though, yeah, it's it's better. Still not good, but <laughs> should, it's better. Should I go buy it? Is the that's the big question here. I think if you go if you know going into it, like what it is, then and you're okay with that, then yes. Like if you are wanting to come in and be like, okay, I want like a sci-fi single player RPG. Like, all right, cool. Whereas like everyone at the time was thinking like, this game is going to define like our lives. (laughs) Like it is going to be the game of like for the next 10 years. And it's going to set the bar so high 
It's like, mm -mm, mm. no, it actually, it buried the bar about five feet below. <laughs> they tried, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So we're going to, next up would be a guest episode. And I think a little bit later on in this episode, we're going to actually discuss all, uh, I believe it was 11 guests that we had this uh, mm -hmm. this year. We're just going to do a quick run through of mm -hmm. everybody and, you know, give them a special thanks and a special shout out at the end of this episode. <laughs> um, but first, and I'm going to go first here, I want to talk about what our favorite episodes of the year were. And the reason I'm going first is so you guys can frantically scroll. And pick one. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> so I want to talk about my favorite episode of the year that feels so relevant, especially right now. I, I feel like there are moments in podcasting where the goal is, of course, to entertain, but also, you know, it's journalism, just like every other thing is journalism. You want to be first to hit the iron while it's hot. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there was an episode that we made, and I hope that it gets the attention it deserves, but it hit the iron while it was so hot, it basically melt whatever hit it. <laughs> Because we nailed the timing on this one. And it was debate this, the only yeah. debate this that I think we did this year. <laughs> debate this, which actor is the best Spider-Man? Yeah. That was... Of course it's going to be my favorite. Yeah, that of course. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it was like, because th this, we did this before there was really like any leaks or, because mm -hmm. like, even this episode we're doing now is still technically before the movie comes out. Yeah, we're um, watching it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, Oh, boy. Yeah. And so it was just like, cool. It was the timing was perfect. Mm -hmm. The uh, like content couldn't have been better. <laughs> um. It was super well received. We got yeah. a lot of new people watching, um, which was cool. Uh, and, you know, it's it's Spider-Man. Why are you laughing? I'm thinking back like... <laughs> If you look oh, at trust the, like, me, the ratio of bullshitting that I had to do for that, it was like way off the charts as opposed to like yeah. And not, not only did you do not only did you do bullshitting, but your bullshitting got called out by like a fandom. <laughs> they were like, "This guy didn't know what the hell he was talking Correct, about." I didn't. Like, <laughs> there, there Taught. were fans of Andrew Garfield who, after listening to your arguments, basically was like, "The rock on the ground could have done a better job defending my boy." Like, <laughs> so what? I don't think. Listen, I don't think he was the best Spider-Man. I personally, but you did personally. Here, I think it's Tobey Maguire. Okay, sure. I I yeah. would agree, and I argued it even. Now, here's something I want to ask you, just in retrospect. At the time, had you watched Andrew Garfield's movies? No. Have you watched them now? I watched the first one, The Amazing Spider-Man. Great. I didn't get to the second. That's one. huge. I just watched the second one last night he, uh, in preparation for the movie that we're seeing tomorrow. They were okay. They were okay. Yeah, they were. That is exactly what they were. They were okay. <laughs> so let's talk about. Let's talk about what your guys' favorite episodes this year were. <clears throat> Michael, you want to go first? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I had a few. Um, I had a few real ones that I really, really loved, especially like a lot of the guest ones. Um, but yeah, I'll, but we're going to talk about yeah. that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I feel like one of my favorites that I got to talk about was the the Green Knight. Yep. Um, yeah, that was a good one. The Green Knight that was episode, a good one. Uh, titled The Green Knight Arthurian Fanfics. <laughs> um, I don't know. For me, that was like a quintessential like michael episode uh <laughs> it much. was like basically like me doing a 
unnecessary amount of research on like some random topic and then deriving my own random ass conclusion based off of what I figured out. And just like Michael, I don't know where you've been for the last two years, but that's what this show is. No, 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 no. (laughs) But like we do here. What I'm saying is like quintessential Michael episode is taking that and just turning that entire thing into just one open ended conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm. Instead of it, like I didn't have any sort of like script or anything like that. It was just like, all right, guys, I went and saw this movie and that led me down to like a 12 hour rabbit hole of research about Arthurian legends. <laughs> but it was well presented and interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what I will say is after we did that episode, Chloe and I went and saw The Green Knight and it was direct for me. It was directly in response to us have, having done that episode mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. having like a newfound interest in Arthurian legend. So yeah. like. Hats off to you. Guess what? I entertained this. <laughs> I was this close to seeing that movie, but then we saw, uh, what did we see instead? We saw Free Guy, which was hilarious, by the way. A great movie. Yeah. A great mm. movie. So we still haven't gotten around to watching it, but it's it's on like a list somewhere, a mental list that we're going <laughs> to watch it if it comes out uh, on streaming platforms, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't Disney that made it, right? No, 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 no. It wasn't. No, it was like... I don't remember. Well, it was like, here's the thing. It was because <laughs> Disney well, owns everything. Technically, <laughs> here's here's the cool thing. It was made. It was 20th Century Fox mm-hmm. for mm. two years, and then Disney bought 20th Century Fox. So the first half of the movie is made by 20th Century Fox. The second half of the movie is made by Disney, which is why in the end fight there are all of those references to Disney-owned properties. Because when 20th Century Fox sold out to Disney, Ryan Reynolds was like, hey, you own this now? Um, we're like buddies. Can I use this? Sh-? And Disney was like, yes. So that's why the free guy got a lightsaber. That's why he got mm. Captain America's shield. That's why oh, Chris Evans made a cameo. Okay. Yeah. Another fun fact is that Chris Evans was actually in town filming a different movie, but Ryan Reynolds knew that he was in town. So he literally called him on a phone and was like, hey, I'm sending a camera guy over. Can you record one line for us real quick? (laughs) And he was like, what do you want me to be doing? And he's like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Just record the line. (laughs) So Chris Evans is sitting there eating a sandwich, looking at his phone, and he goes, what the hell? And that was it. And they paid him like $20,000 for that. Wow, (laughs) Love it. Yeah. Trivia. I did not know that. Okay. Um, a lot of fun stuff. I guess the episode that I enjoyed the most was it's a close one, but it's a close tie because I want to say it's Bioshock 2, the episode that we did, Raptor Revisited Again. Um, mm. Or I want to say it's uh, CMS games about like SimCity and stuff. And mm. it's a close tie mm. between those two, partially because CMS games are like, those are like my bread and butter. I, I love playing those games. Um, you know, City Skylines and and the rest that are like that, just construction type of games. I guess you could argue Minecraft's kind of like that too. Um, but Bioshock... We're still holding out on that Minecraft episode. Uh, yeah. It's a feather <laughs> in my cap. I'm holding on to it. Uh, <laughs> but Bioshock 2 is just like, it, it was It was like a revisitation of Rapture, obviously, because that's what the, the title says. But it was like, it was like redoing the first episode over again, but this time better because we're older and wiser and we have more worldly knowledge and equipment you know we know how to talk about things now a little bit better than we did we have 
we also have better mics. And we had better mics. Yes. <laughs> we had better mics. And, and and literally any idea on how to edit a podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're a little bit better at that. So I I don't know. I So that's one thing I do want to speak on is I think just thinking about the podcast overall in this past year, uh I think that now we for quality wise and I would even say quantity wise, we hold ourselves to standard to you know, any podcast you would find out on the street, the Joe Rogan experience, perhaps my brother, my brother and me, those, for example, I think our audio quality matches uh, what is standard in the industry at this point. And that's one thing that I'm really proud of us for. Yeah, we did you guys. Yeah, we're like a real podcast because there are some podcasts where it's just three friends talking about something <laughs> and then you like turn it on and it's like. So for today, I want to talk about <laughs> using um, their laptop mics in an echoey room. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. What are you? Do? They've this like isn't a Zoom meeting. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're gonna go record a podcast under the bridge, Mom. Just you know, <laughs> yell when dinner's ready. Yeah, like one of the one one of the best like things that we could do to like as an exercise in how far we've come. Go back and listen to the first episodes that we recorded in my old apartment. <laughs> Uh, yeah, with with the, the concrete like floors every, and like everything was echoing and yeah. every ten minutes you'd hear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did our best. We really did. <laughs> but then the pandemic hit, and now we bought mics, and then now here we are. So and we we switched to doing it fully remote, which mm-hmm. you know is even though we all live really close to each other and we hang out frequently, if not regularly, mm-hmm. um, we still do it remotely just because it is kind of the optimal way of recording a podcast it seems there's no commuting yeah there's no traffic (laughs) i want to talk about i want to talk about the elephant in the room we started this year in a uh in a a podcast uh network Mm. you know i legitimately completely forgot about that (laughs) i think we both did The only Whoops. reason that I remember is because I often see people from the network still posting on like Facebook and stuff. Yep. Mm. Um, but I think that, you know, it, it it what may have seemed like a step back, I think, was a step forward for us for sure. It's more freeing. We get to record yeah. whenever we want. I think uh, it was what was best for us. Sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And like. It was definitely like a great learning experience at the very least. Oh, yeah. And we got to make some great connections. That's true, too. And we made a lot of great episodes with people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like Star okay. Wars. Okay, <laughs> enough, enough is enough. Let's, let us talk about our guests this year because we, there, were a, there were a plenty. And I want to give all of them their equal time for us to talk about them. Of course, we started the year strong with one of my favorite people, mm-hmm. Mr. Steve Price, MD, Doctor. as he taught us. Uh, beyond the barrel, find the best bourbon for you. It was now you're drinking bourbon, there Michael. I mean, was, I was I was drinking before, but now I like really appreciate it. <laughs> it was the uh, the first guest of the year, and we got to drink bourbon on that episode, which you know, win <laughs> win 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 win. I feel like that episode in particular was a big one for Nick. Is like someone who like very much didn't like drinking straight bourbon. I still don't. By the end of the, <laughs> I know, I know. But it, like, at, but I remember by the end of the second time, because that was one we had to re-record. Yeah, that was um, really fun, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember by the end of the second episode, you were like, you know, I can at least appreciate this. That's that's really all that this episode, this podcast as a whole should be about is Maybe you don't like it. Maybe you don't like anime. Maybe you don't like, you know, um, 
trains. Mujin train. Maybe you don't like trains, but if you listen to an episode or it's two. It's not that you don't like trains. Maybe you don't care about maybe trains. Maybe you don't care about yeah. them. <laughs> I'm indifferent. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you're indifferent about maybe, them. Maybe you don't have a deep-seated appreciation for trains. That's maybe okay. if Nick mentions trains one more time, you're going to, you know, lose your damn mind maybe <laughs> maybe we're talking hypothetically here we're not talking real life we're not talking facts and figures or numbers we're just we're just joking around just a couple friends but <laughs> all that being said at least you will appreciate why some people might be into locomotives or trains or even maybe or anime bourbon. or Wee herman or you mm-hmm. know the list goes on or and bourbon. on so you don't have to like any of the things that we like we just ask that maybe you appreciate you them entertain more, it and you entertain them at the end of the day and that's what this is all about our next guest uh we actually had two guests in our mm-hmm. february guest spot wow uh one fact checker chloe price and her friend uh ari I'm sorry about that i just <laughs> lost my everything We're very professional here um <laughs> her, her, <laughs> Her friend Ari came on. Um, Ari runs a magazine who Chloe often writes for. Uh, and they talked to us about owning a magazine that was about representing and empowering women, which was a great episode that I suggest you go back and listen to if you haven't yet. Um, huge shout out. Another thing that happened this year that I that I think I failed to mention was that we added another player to our team. Yeah. What was once just three boys, we now have a female representation in the form of my girlfriend chloe our fact checker and i want to invite chloe up to speak with us now come on up chloe (laughs) (laughs) she's like i'm not ready for this Hey. Here's a fun fact. You guys remember when I said Chris Evans says what the hell? She fact checked me when I said that. He actually says what the sh- <laughs> And that's like why we have her here. Yeah. So shout out, <laughs> shout out to Chloe. Thank you for joining our team and, you know, hey guys. listening to I us say st- stupid sh- all the time. <laughs> I love being your fact checker. Do you have Y'all can go fact yourselves. Do you have any do you have any spur of the moment fun facts off the top of your dome that has nothing to do with anything for us? Show off uh, your skills. Do you know that Napoleon Bonaparte, um, they mummified his penis when he died and it later sold for like 40 grand at auction. I'd pay that much. To some weirdo collector mm. who was like, I want to see the shortest, most famous man's penis. Mm. That is a fun fact. Any others? Probably looked like a mushroom. <laughs> Think about it. That is a fun yeah, fact. It's very it, fun like, fact. <laughs> <laughs> significant shrinkage all around. Yeah. <laughs> Don't keep that in your kitchen. You may get confused. Another fun fact: opossums have fifty teeth, which is more teeth than most yeah, mammals. Are they named opossums or are they yeah. named possums? Someone tell me. Depends on what part of the country you're in, really. What? I think it, that's a colloquialism. Yeah, this is whatever part, part of the country you are. I think down south they call them opossums. Like soda or pop. Mm. Opossums. Did you know that possums are, uh, they're immune to rabies? True. And they are actually. And they eat ticks. They're actually one of. Which is of, awesome. They're actually one of the, the cleanest vermins that we have in America. And if you pick them up, you'll be perfectly fine. They, they're they're okay. little sweethearts. Um, the fact checker for the show does not recommend picking up possums that you find in the wild. Let them be. I do not endorse that message. If you did, you would not die. Not immediately. Of strictly rabies. Did you see that guy in the news that got attacked by otters and got bit 26 times and thought he was going to die? Otters? Yeah, I think I was going to die too if I got bit by an otter 20 something times. Otters Otters don't have teeth. Yeah. 
Oh, they yeah. so do. They're super sharp. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Everyone, shh, shh, shh. Yeah, but you should see the otter guy. The otter guy? Ah! All right. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. Was, yay. Thank you, Chloe, for coming up and giving us some fun facts on yeah. this, the most Thank glorious you. of... of Celebrate celebratory episodes, and that's what this is. Congratulations, guys! Hey, this episode is a victory lap. That's why. That's why it seems <laughs> unscripted because it is. It's just three guys talking about how they tied themselves together for another year, and they talked about bullshit all through the year. They didn't quit. They just kept doing it, even though no one asked them to. They kept on doing it, and that's what we're three here guys for. And one lady. That's right. Three guys in a truck. <laughs> Let's keep moving on with our guest episodes. But first, thanks, Chloe. Thank Bye. you. Okay, so our next guest that we brought on. Let's see. Who could it have Who's been? It in March? I don't remember. It was friend oh, of the was show. A, yeah. Nick Wolf. Yeah. Oh. He our came on Nick. and he talked about how uh the pandemic was affecting the the movie industry the uh theatrical release industry Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um because it was a lot of movie theaters were really hurting throughout the pandemic and that's what we talked about and he told us um some fun facts about why uh certain directors were wanting in theater releases and how contracts were being you know um kind of worked around and people were getting ripped off because theatrical releases weren't huge and i i remind you we did this in march Far before the release of Black Widow or uh, Scarlett Johansson suing uh, Disney for her contract basically being absolutely nothing um, after because her contract stated that she got a profit off. She got paid off of the in theater uh, ticket sales. So when they released it on Disney Plus, that lowered her pay by a crap ton, <laughs> um, if you remember. So another one where I think that we hit when the iron was real hot i guess it was more of a prophecy actually <laughs> think yeah. about it i predict yeah i guess it kind of was <laughs> but i mean we were seeing effects of it then it just wasn't as widespread i mean we saw a lot of closings of like mom and pop run theaters yeah. we had one called the danbury around us which i'm sure michael is familiar with mm-hmm. that is a it is a parking lot now because it was like a cheapo dollar movie theater that just couldn't live through the pandemic. Ouch. Right. Yeah, it happened, man. It was a real thing that was going on. Yeah, I guess that movie, that movie, that podcast changed my perspective on how we see movies now. Because I used to think that, oh, you can just, you know, you wait until it comes out on stream. Then you can just go watch it in your basement, right? But that's not the way it was meant to be seen. It was meant to be seen on the big screen. It was meant to be seen in a movie theater with Dolby surround sound and digital and all this other stuff. So, um, yeah, from here on out, we've been, uh, we've been seeing the movies in the theaters when they come out. Yeah. And it's one of those things, like, I'm sure, I'm sure we can have like a whole nother conversation about this stuff, about like the way that movies are being made now, like as if they're being made to be streamed instead of actually being made to be seen in theaters. Yep. And like movies that are only seeing stream releases, but are made to the quality of in theater movies. Like for example, tick, tick boom recently released strictly on Mm. Netflix. And after watching it, I was like, this deserves everything. Like it should have gotten a theatrical release. It should be like an Oscar nod. It deserved all of it. Hmm. Um, Yeah. And I think there was probably like one big example from this year uh, in Dune. Like Dune oh, yeah. was a movie that was explicitly made to be seen on 
the big screen and people people noticed that they they definitely like took hold of that and like that had real effects even though the fact that the movie was released alongside it on like hbo max people were still like going out of their way to go to the theaters especially like imax theaters to Mm. go see the movie in person um which was just like crazy for this for what's going on in the world yeah i think you definitely needed to go see that movie in imax to get the full effect which unfortunately i didn't get around to doing for whatever reason but uh Maybe I will in the future. Who knows? If they if it comes back into the IMAX theaters, you know, I'd be more than happy to go see it. But yeah. I'm not going to watch it on a 36 inch screen. Like what? Tomorrow we're going to be seeing Spider Man No Way Home and Dolby Digital. Ooh. It's going to be awesome. We'll be biblical. because it, it's yeah, it's like Sony makes Dolby Digital, and it's like a Sony based movie, so they always make their movies to be like seen in Dolby Digital. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with Dolby surround sound, it blasts you out of your damn seed it's incredible anyway quality uh april we were nominated for our very first podcast award yep uh, oh i remember waiting up all day to see if we won we did not <laughs> but it was an honor to be nominated it was a rigged <laughs> witch hunt and everybody needs to know it <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm kidding <laughs> um but also in the month of April, we did something that I'm pretty proud of all of us for doing. We took a huge, giant step out of our comfort zone as we invited uh, Scott Curtis yeah. from the Behind the Bits podcast onto our podcast to discuss David Lynch's movie Blue Velvet. <laughs> One of the it was a it was a cinematic experience that made me have to take several showers after, <laughs> and I am so happy that we did it. Yeah, yeah. I was happy we did that episode. I'm not happy I watched the movie. <laughs> of course not. No, absolutely not. But I'm happy that we did the episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy I actually I mean, watched the movie too. Yeah, and it didn't. It helped too that like Scott, what an absolute character of a person. <laughs> oh yeah, love that guy. <laughs> like, we were on his show too at one point, and yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I can't we knew that, that we, all happened. This we knew year. that like. Uh, we knew that things were hot when we went on his show and it was like, all right, that was good. That was good. And mm-hmm. as soon as he came on ours, it was like, yep, just more of the same. It was all just good stuff. <laughs> Still good. That's his character. He's not playing a character. That's just him. So <laughs> yeah, this wasn't a guest episode, but it was an episode um, with a lot of guests. Mm-hmm. I think it was maybe one of our biggest episodes that we've done to date. And that is um, the second Star Wars extravaganza titled the Star Wars exam, uh, the, the Star Wars extravaganza Two: the facts strike back. Mm-hmm. This was before our fact checker, Chloe. But if mm-hmm. she was there, she would have kicked our asses. Yeah. for Some of the shit that we said. <laughs> she would have fact checked <laughs> us. Before this, before this, we would believe me. Bef- the reason we got a fact checker was before Chloe was here to fact check us. We would just say shit. <laughs> it didn't have to be true. We would just say it. We'd just put it out there. We got Chloe. So we would stop doing yeah yeah um, we we got a lot of complaints <laughs> yes many. so so in in you know the star wars extravaganza too it was less because i remember the first star wars extravaganza was just the three of us mm-hmm. talking about star wars and a lot of the stuff that we said we were just like i don't know is this true i don't know it might be but <laughs> this sucks yeah this sucks too this one we i think the three of us did the least amount of talking because we yeah. had so many great guests who came on um, we had people from the Scene Snobs Network who came on and talked to us about growing up with Star Wars. We had uh, DJW come on and talk to us about the extended universe and the extended lore yeah. of Star Wars through the uh, publications that have been released. 
And we had uh, Nick come on and talk to us about some of the uh, more finer details of the making of the Star Wars trilogy, the most recent one, <laughs> um, and stuff like that. It was a great episode. We had a lot of great guests, and I'm very thankful for everyone involved in it, as I am thankful for everyone who dares come on our show, <laughs> period. Because I, I wouldn't blame it if you didn't. Made possible by viewers like you. <laughs> Thank you. We got in the month of May a little jazzed up. Our guest episode was actually Chloe coming on to do an episode on BoJack Horseman, Ooh. which I think was actually Chloe... I think either the week after that was actually Chloe's first week as our like uh, actual fact checker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So our first our first employee, my girlfriend, Chloe, <laughs> we don't pay her. We don't get paid either. We're still looking for advertisers, <laughs> not actively, but proactively. Bojack, you want to hit us up, man? Yeah, Bojack, hit us up. I'll pay you. We brought on... Um, the the guy from the YouTube channel, uh, the scoop on you. I don't yep. think that we ever got his name. Was it? We did it in the episode. Paul? Probably Paul. Paul? Maybe yeah, I, think I don't know. Sure but Paul. he goes by the scoop. The scoop on the you. We talked about college football. Mm -hmm. That was fun. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then yeah. our next guest episode was a huge step out of our comfort zone. When we did, are you guys ready? This was this year, which is wild. Project Icosa. Yeah. The Shadow of the Shoal Storm Pillars, part one, DM'd by our friend Hamilton. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> that was a great time. That was a great time. That was in July. Yeah. Um, what? And that feels like it was a year and a half ago. In case you missed it, you can, of course, anything that we talk about today, this is a year in review. We're just going to we're just talking about the stuff that we did this year. And if you're mm -hmm. inter interested in any of it, go through our feed. You can find it. But Project Icosa is our D&D &D podcast spinoff of Entertain This that we plan on uh, really taking off next year. Mm -hmm. um, and in the, in this first little test that we did, we follow uh, Dog the Samurai <laughs> Hunter. Yep. <laughs> Bear, the Bearkin Barbarian, and who did you play, Michael? You know, that's a really good question. It was uh, it is, isn't a it? bard. You were a bard. He was a bard. Of Bart? Can we go on D&D Beyond real no, quick? That's not it. Look at my character. I'm just glad that you also don't remember. <laughs> uh, He's blacked out. Akir. Akir. Oh. Yes. There it is. Akir. This is the that was a fun one. Yeah, that's one of my big problems. I, I randomly off the cuff, like every other day, we'll come up with a brand new D and D character. So like, most of their names are just like completely forgotten to me. Oh man, I I fell in love with Bear to the extent that I've played him in multiple one shots now. Yeah, I've incorporated him into my main D and D game that I play like with Chloe and Chloe's you know friends that have accepted me into their D and D group. He like is now a like npc in that game i have a 70 dollar minifig that i bought of bear i love bear <laughs> bear is my boy i i want so desperately to play bear in like a full campaign it is ridiculous <laughs> the amount of appreciation that i have for bear that's just the connection that i have to like the characters that i build because like i'm not here for a, a fun time i'm here for a long time <laughs> <laughs> i'm here for a fun time not a long time <laughs> And so is Dog the Bounty Hunter, or Samurai Hunter too. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. speaking of which, we started a we started a side campaign uh, that we didn't record, and we never finished called Chaos Ooh. Quest that starred 
uh, Dog the Samurai Hunter. Yep. It, I don't and know if it started. It will eat at me until the day that I die, I think. And that's okay. We'll get back to it. The holidays are a busy time. You're right. We're busy, man. We'll get back to it. There was stuff that there was stuff that went on. Guys, this year Bo Burnham released Inside. That's not a guest spot, but just an interesting thing. <laughs> special guest yeah. Bo it Burnham. Was a musical, <laughs> not a musical, but like a special guest Bo Burnham. Um, not yeah. not clickbait. It's not. But we did yeah. Inside Part One and Part Two, which yeah. is Part One. Which I is believe was Episode Sixty Nine as well. Nice. <laughs> so <laughs> Chloe didn't only bring her her big old brain with her when she uh joined our group she also brought a number of friends a cast mm-hmm. of colorful characters that um you know chloe's such a sweet nice beautiful human being anybody would do anything for her so there were a number of guests that we only got because chloe had some sort of uh tie to them yeah uh, i would count dr steve price as one of them being that that's chloe's father though he is <laughs> <Yep>. also <laughs> you know my he's also my girlfriend's dad but you know so be nice that's neither here nor there <laughs> so you deserve at least a little bit of credit <laughs> i it's what i'm i deserve a little credit's what i'm saying but okay. our next uh guest was a product of chloe uh entirely and that was uh we brought on a juggler uh-oh it appears that Alex has been frozen in time. <laughs> hey, he's back. Hey, guys. Hello. I was going to... Here's a fun fact. I was going to keep rolling. My Wi-Fi has been slowly dying all year, and I think our year in review episode, it finally gave out. Wow. <laughs> I am I am currently on my phone's hotspot, and I just hope that it... I hope that it's working. Yeah, it's coming through pretty good. You know another person yeah. that had to use their phone Wi-Fi to do an episode, right? Go ahead. Mr. Brian Koenig. I was talking about him because he's our next guest if we're going chronologically last year. Correct. And, our uh, juggling juggle boy. He said he's going to come into town. That's one thing that a bunch of our guests said was that they were going to come into town and have drinks with us. Yeah. <laughs> Did any of them do that? Nope. That's okay. Mm-hmm. We're still uh, in the middle of pandemic, so I'm okay with but that. But hopefully soon. I'm still making my Wi-Fi work, so keep the show running. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> So that was that was our guest. That was a pretty fun episode. He actually, I think he showed us his butt once. Uh, if that's correct, that was that was off stream. That, that was, was off stream. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he also did juggle for us, which he is did. something that's that I the feel more like important in PG thirteen. <laughs> we should talk about. <laughs> he showed us uh, different different types of pins that you'd use for juggling, and he told us secrets of the trade. Yep. He told us about mm-hmm. how there is a magician's feud against jugglers. <laughs> which I didn't know. You learn something new every day. And if you don't, then you're dying. Yeah. So let's go ahead and let's, let's look at the next guest. Uh, go ahead. It's, yeah. Do you know who it is? Do you know, Alex? It was, it was, it was, yeah. Jeff flipping Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> the boy, the man, the creator, probably the biggest get that we ever got and may ever get. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Hopefully um, not, but so, like also super so happy. Cool we got Jeff. Him. Come on. Yeah. We somehow, <laughs> I don't want to say fooled him because that'd be dishonest, but we got a... We did not fool him. <laughs> he fooled no, he us. came on his own accord. <laughs> it was it was serendipitous, and we talked about it in the episode. He had just figured out that Twitter wasn't just a place where you yelled something and then sent it into the internet. He figured out that what he was saying, people were commenting on, and <laughs> I just so happened to comment exactly around that same time on one of his posts that he should come on our podcast, yep. and he wanted to, weirdly enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was in contact with his people, and they were very lovely. 
uh, and very nice people. They provided everything that we needed when we were making promotional material and everything. They helped promote the podcast when it finally came out. It, it came out to great reception. Uh, probably one of our most listened to episodes of the year. We got to do some really cool stuff. Like we got to ask Jeff Kenny questions from second grade students, which I think he probably got a kick out of. We yeah. got to learn some cool stuff too. Yeah. Like he goes to a graveyard to write his stories. <laughs> yeah. And something equally cool was he showed us like a sketchbook of his where he had written, like where he had drawn sketches for his next book. Like we got to see his wimpy kid diary, like the official real one. The, mm-hmm. the diary of a wimpy kid's diary. No, that's all right. He said that he he was Greg, though. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's cool, though. I didn't know. Well, obviously, I have to start somewhere, but a lot of people will sometimes will, when they're creating something, they'll start with a computer. But it was kind of interesting to see somebody start with, you know, the old analog pen and pencil on paper uh, kind of approach to things and then move to a computer especially in this day and age. So um, good to see his process too. In uh, in lieu of a guest episode for the month of October, on October 29th, we released what was our second Halloween special or Halloween spooktacular, if you would. Mm-hmm. We called it Halloween Horrorscope Horror Spooktacular. Uh, <laughs> Tongue twister. For somebody from Kentucky who can barely pronounce the word horror, <laughs> horror, 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 horror movie do you want to see one of those horror movies yeah, no horror. Um, who can who can barely pronounce it normally um that's a terrible title to pronounce but a great title to read because <laughs> your head voice uh, never that, messes things up right <laughs> correct in in that episode uh, our fact checker chloe once again she basically made this year happen yeah um she gave she had tweeted something along the lines of using your birth chart to tell you what your scary movie was uh and using that we got all of our birth charts and then had to write a movie um in an hour that included all of the things that were given to us via our birth charts and if i remember correctly we kicked that thing's ass yeah no we had a we did a great job on that and had a great time too we wrote it yeah it was a very good movie now we just need to go pay somebody two thousand dollars and go make it is that how much you think it is yeah why not Uh, why not i can think of a couple reasons why not i didn't say we had to pay anyone i'm just saying we're gonna pay the director and then he can figure out the rest you know what i mean we're gonna pay the director two thousand dollars uh a day for how many days I, I can afford to pay I can I can I can pay him for one day <laughs> well, and then I'm out of money you better get it done in a day that's all I'm saying another thing that happened this year I got this new chair from Michael yeah it's lovely and makes guest. me feel like a professional boy if Alex's you want to get chair. your own chairs we have a, we have a great promotion for you uh this this episode of the podcast is sponsored it's not sorry (laughs) it's not but you could see how a sponsorship would fit nicely in there Uh, so if you have one that you want us to do um 
<laughs> we're we we're could, gonna be called is Hello Chair. <laughs> chair Shadow Hello Chair will send you one piece, <laughs> one piece of a chair every month for the next sixteen months. By the end of the sixteen-month cycle, you will have yourself a full desk chair. Now, oh. what kind of desk chair? That's really up to you. They have custom packages where you can pick and choose the color of your chair, the amount of cushion it has, the number of features it has. Or you can go with what I went with, which is the standard randomized pack where they just basically take whatever the hell is laying on the ground of the factory and they throw it in a box every month. And by the end of the 16 months, you have a bunch of parts that, you know, could fit together to make a computer chair. Or you might have 16 arms. Just kind of depends on you could get lucky. You could get all the pieces you need, but you're going to need duct tape. And that's a guarantee. (laughs) Use promo code entertain chairs on www.chairnow.com to save 0% on your brand new chair. Good job. Is that don't actually try it? That was that that was improvised or do. I don't care. I don't. Is there a www.chairnow.com? Don't try and buy a domain again. It didn't end well last time. What happened last time? I don't know. You tried to call a company about I forget what the ne- domain's name was. It sure, now is real. What domain was I? What domain was I trying to? Was it Penn Island? Yes, I was trying <laughs> to buy Pen. It was it was Pen Fifteen. I Pen think Pen Fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God! It's an act. It's an actual desk chair website. Yeah. Chair dot com. <laughs> Santa Ana, what? California. Santa. That's funny. What? Orange County office this furniture. This is like, this is like actually the chair that I have. Yeah, basically. Oh no, I did a real ad, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're gonna be like, why are we getting all oh, these no. fake promo codes? <laughs> this this improv they have used slash pre owned desk chairs. Okay, well we got to check oh, they, that out. Not really. The link doesn't work. <laughs> it worked for me. Oh what? <laughs> They have conference tables, L desks, executive office furniture, cubicle slash workstations that you can buy. They have a warehouse full of sh. Come and come and get it. Warehouse just full of chairs, just full of chairs. Quotes. We're passionate about bringing quality desk chairs and other furnitures to you now. Join our emailing list. Thanks. If so, there's a. Okay, this is this is taking a turn, but I'm talking about this. There's <laughs> on deskchairnow.com slash quote. It just says, okay, you click on it and it takes you to a web page, and the header is it says quote in green. And then it says, We're passionate about bringing quality desks, chairs, and other office furniture to you now. And that's it. That's the whole page. Now? It is a quote. It is not quotes. It is not get a quote on a chair. It is a singular quote, as promised, <laughs> and that was it. You know, that's all, that's all I need. I'm sold. <laughs> Chairs now? I am, mm. I am so confused. What about later? Do, it's going to have to be later. A, I, don't, I can't do now. Is this, <laughs> is, this a real, is this a real person? What is this? What is this? This feels like a an ARG beginning where like <laughs> I click on the C and it shows me like pictures of somebody's murder. In a chair. <laughs> I want to. I want to call this number. I want to call this number really bad. I thought we had an episode. To... I, I think this is part of it, this Nick. Is... <laughs> hey, do you guys like? This is wild. Do you guys like sitting? I'm sorry. We're done. We're done with that now. You guys have butts that you sit upon. What do you sit on? Sometimes. Yeah. A floor. Often. No. A table. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. 
chairs. Are we still doing an ad for chairnow.com? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm fine most of the with time, that. But uh, when you park your butt in a spot, it's in a chair. I rest my case. I want to talk about our last guest. Can we finish this? <laughs> I don't know. It's a- <laughs> our most recent guest, our last guest, another product of the Chloe Price friendship package, was uh, the the artist, illustrator, and animator uh, Ward Jenkins. Yeah. yeah. Who, uh, you know, upon inviting him, we were like, okay, he's written some children's books. That's cool. But once we got to talking to him, we were like, holy shit, you shaped our childhood and you didn't even know about it. Yeah. It w- uh, what a cool, what a cool discovery. It was like seeing an old friend in a train station and not recognizing them at first. And then like the rush of emotions when you're like, holy shit, that's so-and-so. <laughs> that is what that entire episode felt like. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I yeah. think that he was a really cool dude. Michael, you had some some you had a a, a big connection to this episode. I, did. I want you to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think like what really hit me was when I was going through his page, like his like portfolio site, and I noticed that there were a few entries there for Cartoon Network. And for me, like I was a giant Cartoon Network kid. Mm-hmm. Uh like it was like for me, it was like we had uh Disney. Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon all in channels right back to back, like 32, 33, 34. Um, And so like I lived in those three numbers, but mostly at 33 Cartoon Network. Um, And I remembered seeing uh, like during during that interview or that that episode, I remembered watching his uh, trailer that he made uh, for Cartoon Network, where he brought in all the different characters who were big on the network at the time. Mm And it just unlocked just a huge chain of memories in my brain uh, and just made me start going down like the the, the memory lane of like Dexter's Laboratory, um, cow and chicken, um, <laughs> chicken and cow. Yeah, chicken and cow. Uh, <laughs> and all of those different shows from that time. And it just like I forgot just how much of an impact that really made on me uh, and seeing like the sort of work that he did. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And he also made like a Cookie Crisp commercial, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Which was insane. But with the Trojan horse cookie. Yeah, the Trojan cookie. Yeah, because as soon as I watched that, I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen that before. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That he knew it or not. I would like, whenever Project Icosa takes off and we're running like a legitimate campaign with characters, I would love to commission Ward to draw those characters for the like uh, podcast, for like the podcast art for that series. That'd be really cool. I think that would be really cool. Well, that's all of the guests that we had this year. And a very special thank you to everybody who, you know, as Abba would say, took a chance on me. Us. Or on us. This. this. Oh, I took a chance uh, on this. But, but that's not what Abba said. <laughs> took a chance on this. If you watch us, let me know. Because I want to know. Because analytics are bad for our web show. <laughs> take a chance on us. That's all I ask of you out there. Take a chance on us and entertain this. Uh, we're coming close to the end, not only the uh, the end of the episode, but the end of the year. And I just want to take a second to thank you two for being here, for taking a chance on specifically me, uh, and for talking with me weekly about all things entertainment. I don't think you guys could ever... I would never tell you because I'm bad with communication of how much 
it actually means to me that you guys make it every week and that you put in the extra time and effort to come up with topics and spend an hour of your week talking with me about it. It really means a lot. So thank you, too. Of course. It's a big deal. Oh, of course, buddy. <laughs> and I know this is like our shared podcast, but I just, uh, you know, I, I just want to thank you guys personally. No. It means a lot. I love you guys. Yeah. No. And I like, I feel like. So much fun doing this show. Yeah. This podcast has been the exact thing that we've really needed uh, over the last like two years. Um, just a really dumb reason for us to just get together on a regular basis and hang out and talk. Yeah. There has never been a point where I've thought, you know who I haven't talked to in a while? Michael and Nick. Yeah. It has been so consistent that like. When I think about like my friends, the first two people I think about are you two because that's how often we are involved in each other's lives. Yeah. And it's all thanks to this podcast. And, you know, the the same kindness I extend to Chloe, of course, for being here every week. And she doesn't always get to come up and talk. There are a lot of episodes where she doesn't even make it on screen or we don't need her to fact check. And she's always doing so much work behind the scenes to make the show happen. And it's just so great to have her on here, too. So big, big thank you to Chloe as well yep. as she blows us a kiss from from the green room. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you from from some some remote corner of my brain for letting me do a trains episode, because <laughs> no, really, if I didn't get it out, I, I don't know what I would do with all that knowledge. What am I going to do? Share it with my dog? <laughs> Here's what I'll say. And. I've held back telling you this, Nick, because I felt like you maybe couldn't handle the information. But I'm going to tell you now. Um, there is a TikTok community of train heads who chase trains around London. London. Oh. And talk about each individual train that passes. And I think you need to seek them out. Okay. Well, I'm I think this TikTok. is the beginning of your hero's journey. <laughs> well, that's what I'm telling you is that you need to be. Because they're they're there. They're waiting for you. Oh, boy. Go get your train fill. Hey, thanks. More importantly, go get your train fill somewhere else. <laughs> thanks for uh, listening to me talk and be bad at podcasting. Um, I really enjoy the res research aspect of things and talking about things that I like to talk about. Because maybe sometimes the people don't want to hear um, what I have to talk about. And you guys are listening. So thanks. Thanks for doing that. We always want to hear what we always I think it's fair to say that dealing with the energy that Michael and I bring, it can sometimes be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And Nick, you take it like a champ because Michael and I have a hard time taking our lives seriously, yep. let alone an hour long script about trains or something else. But even through our ribbing, you get us through it and mm -hmm. your episodes are always so concise and so well researched and very entertaining. So don't don't even think for a second that we're not listening. <laughs> Wet blanket award goes to me. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but it can be a good thing. Wait, wait, wait. That's 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 good. Okay, Nick. Is that a good thing? Is that Nick, a bad you thing? get you get the you get the golden wet blanket award. It it drips gold. There, I came up with the Nick's. Drip. Now you guys do okay, now now Nick and I need to come up with Michael's. Uh, Michael, this year you get the didn't take a month long break award. Woo! Uh, also, because this year you didn't you didn't take a month long break. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say that you both get um, bullshit has a negative connotation to it, and I wish it didn't because you guys are really good at talking without a whole lot of preparation. 
but <laughs> improvisation award would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of the word. I was like, bullshit just seems bad. Bullshitters I award. I like I that like too. I like the bullshitters award more. Let's celebrate it. It's a close tie because Alex could have done it too, but Michael just. I don't know what it is. The episodes that Michael does are so damn entertaining to listen back to. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's because Agreed. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth next. And then it's just like, okay, let's just talk about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Us either, man. It just works. It just works. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would give Alex the, uh, the golden mouth award. Uh, <laughs> the golden mouth award. Uh, for just being the one who like gets us through whenever there's any like dead space or like dead time. Like he you're always the, the one who's willing to us too. Yeah. The cold open. Like you, you're always the one who steps up and like gets things going, keeps the ball rolling. You keep the momentum throughout everything. <laughs> I've said it once and I'll say it again. I once had a, a choir teacher who told me that my mouth runs like diarrhea and I took that personally. So here we are. I, it's a superpower. Thank you guys so much. Um, I give I give Chloe the uh, put up with our bullshit award. Yeah, uh, that is well as, that is the most bullshit. important and most well earned award of them all. I also give her the hero of the internet award because there are a lot of people who listen to our podcasts and they scream at us and then they stop screaming when they hear that because that's Chloe coming on to tell us that we're idiot assholes. She's the voice of the internet and we appreciate it. Saved us from going off the rails multiple times off of uh Are you really gonna make this a fucking train thing? Inaccurate information that could have gotten us derailed, you know, oh my we kept going God. down. Anyway, down the line, thank you is. guys for sticking sticking through another year. Um special shout out to uh Nick's mom for liking every tweet that I've ever tweeted on uh on Aww. on the Entertain This Thanks, mom. Twitter. Uh, shout out to Jackie Savoya for always being right there yep. uh, when we when we post something to Instagram. Y'all the realist. Shout out to my mom for uh, embarrassing me in front of Jeff Kenny <laughs> during a live show. That was so good. That was dope. Top 10 episodes. <laughs> shout out to That's Steve. near the top. I'm just going to say. Shout out to Steve Price for coming on our show, even though I'm just some weirdo who's dating his daughter. He's way too nice to me. Uh, a shout out to Beth Price for being cool with us stealing her husband for a night shout out to all the parents out there who yeah. show support to their child's weird artistic dreams we're all living in Bohemia and we need to wake the hell up it doesn't matter though where's, where's it's Bohemia? great Bohemia is a state of mind it's about struggling <laughs> it's about struggling and making art is what it is um, starving artist but it's been another year it's been a great year and we appreciate all of you for listening uh, Michael I have a gift for you Oh, uh, it is still around the Christmas time, and I want you to open it. So go ahead, go ahead and open it up. Come on! All right, here we go. Here we I go. wrapped it up special. Yeah, for yeah. You. Here, here. I picked it up off the floor. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's see it. Three, two, one. Open it up. Open up the box. What do we got? What's inside? Oh look! What is here it? it? Oh, <gasps> look at this! Oh, he what? He looks so excited. <gasps> yeah, that's right. That's right, Michael. You don't have to do a quick this this week. Hey, All right. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my present? If there's any, okay, Nick, open up All yours. Right, hold on. Oh, you got. This is some nice wrapping paper. You're really gonna yeah. like this. I really thought hard about this one, guys. Oh, go ahead. What? What, yeah. what is this? You do have to do a quick this this week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, exciting. Guys, Thomas the Tank That's Engine. Okay. <laughs> oh my we already God. did a quick this about Thomas the Tank Engine. Is messed up. Thank you guys for dealing with us for another year. If there is anything that you want to see us cover, there are a couple of different ways that you can reach out to us. Number one, you can email us. Our email is entertainthispodcast at gmail.com. Get the words out, man. You do podcasting for a living. Out. Jeez. Get the lid out. Um, or you can go to our website. It's www.entertainthis.net. Scroll all the way to the bottom. Guys, we have a website. That's another thing that happened this year, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, and there's a little questionnaire that you can fill out. Sends it straight to our email. It's a super easy way to get in contact with us. You can also find us on our social media. On Twitter, we are entertain underscore this. Uh, on Instagram, we are entertain this podcast. You can find our Facebook page. We are podcast entertain this. You can reach out there. Talk about stuff that we talk about on the show. We're going to start getting into like making chat rooms for each individual episode so that people who enjoy a certain thing that we talk about can gather with people who also enjoy it and can discuss it. Uh, All cool things coming in the future. This is the end of season two. As always, entertain us so we can entertain you and you can entertain this. We'll see you. See you guys next year. See you next year. (laughs) See you next year. Bye. It's still 2021, dipshit. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Entertain This was written by Michael Savoya, Alex Steele, and Nick Mustakangas. Our showrunner and resident fact checker is Chloe Price. Our theme music is Rushable by Aaron Spencer, with interstitial music by DJW. Tune in every Friday for new episodes, and thanks for listening.